Hey everybody, welcome back to Enter the Nerd Zone and Happy New Year to you. This is Jay. And this is Pete. Pete, how you doing? Happy New Year. Yeah, you too, buddy. Thank you. So, Thank you. Hey, before we start, yes. can I just say one thing? And I know we're going to talk about this probably in um, another show, but we have to say rest in peace, Mean Gene. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just uh, just yesterday, Mean Gene Okerlund, uh, to me, he's a he's a legend. He's a legend for for the WWF, for wrestling in general, passed away at 76. And I think that's a big loss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his his interviews, his his whole presence. I mean, he's he to me, he's as much of a fixture in wrestling as like Flair, Savage, Hogan. Uh, you know, he's, he's right there. And I, I always liked him. I, I, I thought he was a great interviewer, just a great personality. Yeah. I think he, he was one of the guys that helped some of these wrestlers that really couldn't speak very well, like kind of like enhanced the interview. So I, you know, it was great. And I think, uh, when we start, when we do another wrestling show, I think we really need to focus a little bit on him. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> I mean, he, he was around, I mean, it seems like forever that he was around, and I think even really up into his death, I think he was still active. I mean, sporadically, but he was he was very active. And I, I mean, you know, if you think old school WWF, old school wrestling, I mean, he's somebody you, you definitely picture. And yeah, it, it's a big loss. It really is. Yeah, and he was like really good friends with Bobby Heenan, so. Uh... Mm. So yeah, he was. Yeah, a couple of guys lost in the last year or two. You know, from wrestling. Well, they lost a lot. But anyway, so rest in peace, Mean Gene. We will talk more about you in the future. Um, Absolutely. So we're going to be talking squid, right? No, <laughs> we talking. <laughs> <laughs> now today we're going to be talking about uh, one of the latest comic book movies that came out, Aquaman. Aquaman. Who losing a pineapple under the sea? Oh wait, that's the wrong one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I had to see that movie many years ago. No, thank you. <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit different. <laughs> just a bit, just a bit. Even though they do have like uh, in SpongeBob, they do have a, a ripoff, uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. But, oh yeah, that's uh, great. Those, those are the heroes we should be talking about. <laughs> no, I definitely want to talk about this film. So, so let me ask you, you know, when this film was announced, were you excited for it? Were you like, what were your thoughts when you were like, they're making an Aquaman movie? I'm like, the only thing I could ever think of with Aquaman. I love Aquaman. When I, was, when I was a kid, the superhero, you know, super friends, I loved Aquaman, right? Oh yeah, but when they first when this movie first when they first announced it, I really saw it for the first time. I go back to that scene in um, Big Bang Theory. He's like, "I don't want to, uh, Raj. Aquaman sucks." Oh, yeah, phone call. Um, so I was like, oh, "I hope this is." I I I'm like, "All right." I wasn't really fa- a big fan of Jason Momoa in general. Okay. So I'm like, ah, he's Aquaman. But I did have a little bit of like, okay, this might be good because Wonder Woman was good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But after seeing Justice League and seeing Jason Momoa there as Aquaman, did that did that make you more positive or were you sort of like, oh boy? Like- well, you know, Justice League individual like individual characters 
Aquaman wasn't bad. Like he was funny. Um, again, you re- you never really got the real personality of Aquaman anywhere, right? Um, <clears throat> so kind of like, oh, I guess in the comic books, I'm sure there is, uh, but I never read Aquaman comic book. I'll be honest. Um, but I wasn't over like. Like I said, I wasn't. I'm like, oh, this might not be good, but you know, I thought he was okay in, in Justice League, as I said. Okay, that's 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 fair enough. That's that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, Aquaman was a character I always kind of liked. I always felt that he got like the short end of the stick. Like he was like the joke, you know, the joke of the Justice League, the joke of the Super Friends. You know, they always say like, oh, if it doesn't involve the water, forget Aquaman. He can't do anything. Right. Um. And it's really weird. I think, I think the first time I was actually interested in an Aquaman film was uh, my wife and I used to watch Entourage, and there was a season where the main character there, Vincent Chase, you know, he's up and coming actor, gets cast as Aquaman in a. It wasn't Tim Burton. It was a James Cameron. It was James Cameron's uh, Aquaman, and um, the big thing with that was they were they were trying to be. Tobey Maguire's uh, Spider-Man opening weekend box office. And, you know, long story short, they did. Uh, and actually, I was like, you know, they should make an Aquaman film. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, when I heard that they cast Jason Momoa, like, I knew him from Game of Thrones, you know, Call Droga. And I was like, this guy, like, if anything, I thought Jason Momoa would make a great Lobo. You know, from from the DC. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And then when I'm watching Justice League, I was like, "Well, he's Lobo. I mean, he's not really Aquaman. He's acting like Lobo. Like, just make him Lobo. It's it just makes sense." But I was kind of like, "All right," like you said, like I was like, "Well, Wonder Woman was really good." I started seeing the trailers. I was like, "All right, they're not bad." Uh, I came out of this film. I was like, this is one of the one of the best comic book movies I had seen lately. Uh, that's just the way I felt. I was blown away. Like, what what was your reaction? My first thoughts after seeing it was, okay, where's where's the restaurant I'm hungry? No, um, I I thought it was Thor underwater. So okay, I, good. I thought it was good. Like the first Thor, not like the last one. <laughs> uh, I thought the bad guys were really, you know, really done well. I thought he did well as Aquaman. I thought he was funny. Um, and Mira, Rao. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I, 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 I thought it was good. I really didn't think it had like, you know, it had like, you know, Bat- the Justice League and Batman versus Superman had like that. It was like slow at some points. I okay. I didn't think it was slow. I thought the fight scenes were good. I mean, I... I came out of it thinking, okay, this is better than all the other stuff that they've been putting out. Oh, yeah, like DC-wise? Yeah, yeah DC-wise, from, yeah. Yeah, yeah, aside from Wonder Woman, you know, this was, this was one of their better films. And I liked it because I felt, I felt like it was a living comic book. I'm like, this is a pure comic book movie. They pulled so much from the comics from like the costumes, the story, you know, the abilities of like Aquaman and, and all the other characters. I was like, this is what a comic book movie should really be like. You have great source material, stick to the source material, and 
Yeah, I mean, and I, I really now, like, like I said, I never really thought, and it's not a knock on him because I think he's a Jason Momoa is a great actor. I was just like, I don't know if I could see him as Aquaman. Now I'm like, he's Aquaman. Like, he's- there's no doubt about it, hands down. I think they really dialed back like that sort of dude bro aspect that he had in Justice League. Like they really dialed it back. And I mean, from him all the way through the entire cast, the entire cast was absolutely amazing. And there were some like heavy hitters in this cast, like some really amazing actors and actresses and everybody did a great job. Yeah. You know, one of the things, you know, and, now you mentioned Jason Momoa. See, I never, I only saw the first season of Game of Thrones. He dies in the first season, doesn't he? Yeah, he dies in the first season. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, spoiler alert. Spo- sorry about that, spoiler. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, if you haven't seen it by now. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. Uh, the last scene I've seen of uh, Game of Thrones was uh, Triple H getting his head cut off, and that was it. Um, <laughs> I love calling Sean Bean Triple H. Um, yeah, I. I forgot where I was going with that. I got so look at that train throwing me off the track. Uh, <laughs> You're I, talking Jason Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think he'd be great Aquaman. Honestly, you know, after watching the film, I mm-hmm. thought Patrick Wilson Wilson would have been a great same Aquaman. thing. You know, same same exact thing. Yeah, Diana and I had the same thought. We were like, if they were going to go that traditional route, Patrick Wilson, who plays Ocean Master Orn in this film. And he did a great job there, he but he would have done a great job as like your traditional, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed, like very stoic and regal sort of Aquaman. He would have been perfect. Yeah. But but I, I, I can totally see Jason Momoa as Aquaman going forward. Like they they sold me on it. <laughs> Do you think they bl- blonde his hair out there in the next movie? No, no, leave it, leave it, <laughs> leave, leave everything exactly as it is. I mean, it's it's from top to bottom. It's. You know, and I, I think what's great about it is, is you know, like I said, I think for so many years, Aquaman, you know, there's so many jokes about him. Uh, there's like memes about him, how he's like useless and powerless and this and that. You look at Jason Momoa and the way he portrayed it, like you're not going to think that anymore. Like he's he's definitely he belongs in the justice league he's right up there with like superman wonder woman and and, and batman i mean you don't mess with this guy at all like he'll (laughs) he'll take you down no problem yeah i think that you know because the way these movies have gone with the just uh justice league and the directions i think that maybe that you know they may be they may be better off dc like having wonder woman and aquaman kind of like lead their their movies and you know avoid using superman and batman because it might be better you know i i think you could do a little bit more with the character well i think i think what we're seeing now is what dc should have done when they first started this whole thing um because you know look marvel marvel is they're the leaders here you know, they're they're the standard bearer, pretty much. And when you look at what they did, they started with one character. They started with Iron Man. And really, up until the end credits, Ed, you know, after credit scene where Nick Fury's like, I want to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. I wasn't even thinking that. I was just like, wow, I just saw a great comic book film in Iron Man. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. They're, they're going to do the Avengers? And, you know, they went, you know, they did... Uh, 
They did Iron Man. They did the Hulk. They did Thor. They did Captain America. They introduced, you know, Black Widow and Hawkeye in we don't there. Want to we don't want to remember Hulk. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. It's definitely one of their weaker films, but it wasn't that bad. But that's basically what they did: is they built the Avengers piece by piece. But they really they focused on you know who was Tony Stark and Iron Man. You know, who is Captain America? Who is Thor? Because not for nothing. Maybe except for Captain America, you know, no, nobody before that film, nobody really knew who Iron Man was unless you were a comic book fan. Nobody really knew who Thor was. So they had to build these characters up. And I think what DC did is like, ah, people know these guys. So we're, we're just going to cram them into, you know, we'll bang out a couple films and then we'll make the Justice League. Now, you know, with Wonder Woman's film, with this film, with Shazam coming up, it's like, yeah, focus on these characters, make really good movies. And one of the things I really loved about this, because when I saw it, we saw it in IMAX. So the giant screen, the surround sound, I mean, I was like, this is like a comic book. It's colorful. They don't shy away from the stuff we see in the comics. They don't, like, they don't try to make it gritty and real like they did with, you know, Dawn of Justice and Justice League and, and Man of Steel where, you know, in Man of Steel, you know, Superman's outfit is dark. I mean, come on. Like, that's not like that's not Superman. You know, he's not a dark guy. Superman is is, you know, Christopher Reeve, you know, in tights and he's hopeful. And now I feel it's like this is what they should have done from the get go. I don't know. That's just what I think. No, no, I, 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 I get what you're saying. Um, they, <clears throat> with Justice League and Dawn of Justice, they made it. They were trying. I think it seems like they were trying to get away from the comic book and make it their own, where they should have just stuck to the true, the true of the character. You mean, you know, mm -hmm. again, I only when all these movies started. Like I, I am. I read comics, but not like. Not like the three, not like you and John. I mean, I was mm -hmm. never like heavily into it. Um, I liked them. Don't get me wrong. Um, right. But most of my stuff came from the cartoon. Okay, so, which is fair. Yeah, that's right. fine. So, yeah. you know, you, you, and then Batman 66, obviously. Um, so mm -hmm. all, most of my stuff, like the, the, the things that I watched, a lot of it was like hokey dokey, you know, you know, little, you know, it was more kids based, right? So then when they started sure, okay. a couple of movies in and you're like, okay, like Dark Dawn of Justice, you're like, ah, you know, they were, I think for that, those movies are trying too hard to be the Tim Burton Batman. Where I think with Aquaman, they finally said, okay, you know what? Let's make it like the comic book. You know, you, you got the okay. bright, you got the bright colors, you got the stupid stuff that he does, all those things. And, um, I think they finally did it the right way. Yeah, and I think I think what DC was trying to do was, you know, and, and again, you gotta go back to Marvel. I mean, they're 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 the pinnacle. Marvel does a great job of sticking pretty close to the comics, but they make it they make it very real. Like when you watch like a Captain America, Winter Soldier, I can believe that that that's actually happening, that there's a shield and Captain America's running around chasing the Winter Soldier. Like, they make it, you know, they stick to the comics, but they also make it seem very, very real. 
And I think what DC was initially trying to do was like, you know, oh, you know, we're, we're going to make it really real too, but, you know, we're going to make it real gritty. Like, you know, really up until this film, Wonder Woman aside, all those movies, it's like they take place in the dark. And, you know, even over on the streaming service, you know, um, I just got done over on Stuff You Don't Need to Know with John talking about that first season of Titans. And, you know, our big complaints were it's dark, it's gritty. It's absolutely nothing like the comics. It's almost like they they took the names of the comic book characters, but just created totally different characters. And they were like, how can we make this really cool and gritty and edgy? Well, we'll have them use the F word constantly and we'll have them just kill like robin's killing people starfire's killing people beast boy's killing people this is like, like we're, my we're, favorite versions I, I, but i mean that's no, the no, thing kill. is I, i'm like i don't recognize this this is you, you might as well just have made an original series give these characters different names call it something else because this isn't the titans this isn't the teen titans but watching this film i was like this is aquaman pretty much pulled straight from the comics i mean so much so like, we're watching it, and, uh, like, I didn't, like, recently, I haven't read a lot of Aquaman comic books. Uh, Diana has. So, there's the scene where, uh, I think they're about to attack, like, the Atlanteans are about to attack either the Fisherman or the, the Brine, and Patrick Wilson's there as Ocean Master, and he's, like, leading the charge, and he's kind of giving this speech, and then he puts on his helmet, and Diana was, like, freaking it she's like it's the ocean master helmet it's like like she and she showed me later you know patrick wilson's ocean master it looked like they pulled him right out of the comics like the costume was exactly the same the helmet everything like and she loved it she absolutely loved it i love seeing at the end when uh he gets the trident and he comes out and he's in that classic aquaman costume yeah which people you know in the past used to mock that I was like, he, he makes it look kick-ass. And you're, you're not mocking Jason Momoa in the Aquaman outfit. Oh, no, you are not. <laughs> you are absolutely not. Um, the one thing I was worried about with this film is, like, when I saw the trailers and, you know, I saw the character of Black Manta, again, I was like, wow, they pulled him right out of the comics with that suit. But I was like, okay, that kind of seems silly. Like, how are they going to, like, like, I get it in the comic books, but how are they going to do this? Like, how are they going to explain how this guy has the suit? They did a great job yeah. where, you know, they hot, like Orn hires him and he's like, here's Atlantean technology and he made it his own. So after I saw that, I was like, yeah, I totally buy it. That's that's awesome. And I like the you said, it was too big. Well, it, supposed to well be. it had. To, but you know what? I love the way they explained it. He was putting it together and. You know, when he initially did it as like a regular sized helmet and it like backfired on him, he's like, I need a bigger helmet. So I'm like, okay, that's why Black Manta's helmet is so huge to contain all that energy or, you know, whatever it is. And just like you said, not a dull moment in this film. Like from the first minute all the way to the post credit scenes, it's just, it's just action nonstop. And, and I loved it. I mean, I really have no complaints. <laughs> so going back to Black Mantha now, I've seen sure. like, the cartoons and stuff, and the helmet wasn't as big. Um, was it, at least from what I remember, was there a, a Black Mantha uh, creation where it was a bigger mask or a bigger helmet? 
I think recently, I think like, you know, and I don't know if it's, you know, the Rebirth or the New 52, whichever it is, you know. Where they're and, on it now. <laughs> but pretty much now, I mean, that Black Manta that you saw on screen, I think that's pretty much what the current comic version of Black Manta looks like. You know, yeah, back in the, the old Super Friends time, it was the helmet wasn't as big, but uh, like I said, I think this version is pretty much the current, the current version of Black Manta. And you know what? I even love that. I even love sort of like the origin story of Black Manta. That that was great too. Yeah, absolutely. Now he is he African American in the comic books? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So they they kept it true to form. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I did like the story. I like the guy who plays his dad in the in the movie. Um, He's, I can't remember his name, but I've seen him in a bunch of movies, and uh, I thought he was a, he's a good actor. Um, and then the guy who played who played Mantha, who played Black, Black Mantha now? Oh boy, it's I, and I'm totally gonna butcher this name. It's Yaha it. Abdul Mateen the <laughs> second. Okay, I think I got that. I think I got that right. Got that he right. was great. He was absolutely great as Black Manta. Yeah, I think so. You know, go. Let's go through these characters. Everybody, you think, did a great job playing the person that they were supposed to be. Can I tell you what what really surprised me, and I shouldn't have been surprised? Dolph Lundgren as I think he was. I think his character's name was Neeris. Uh He was. Mira's he dad. was. Yeah, he was Mira's dad. I was like. I never knew that Dolph Lundgren could actually act. Like, I think of him as, like, this big action star, you know, big muscular guy, and, and like, that's all he's good for. I, I was like, thinking about the showdown in Tokyo or whatever that movie is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was like, I was like, he could actually act. I, I was, I think he did, like, I, I was like, okay, I, I get it. He's a big guy, whatever. Sure. I was like, Wow, the guy could actually act. I was really blown away by that. I think he's improved. I mean, he wasn't. I mean, obviously in Rocky, he didn't really talk too much. But uh, right, right. The new Rocky, the Creed movie, he was he was actually pretty decent. In I was surprised. And then you know, every I guess he's one of those guys that's been typecasted, right? You know, he's totally. You know, he's been this big doofy, want to kill you kind of guy, and this one was kind of like a stretch for him, but he did a good job. Yeah, he he really really did a good job, and then, like I said, <clears throat> this this from top to bottom was an amazing cast. So you know, you know, you talked about Mira, but you know, you got to back it up a bit, and you got to look at Nicole Kidman as Atlanta. Whew. Yeah, she looked good. Uh, I mean, and I used to I, I love Nicole Kidman. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and I don't think. I don't think they used that de-aging technology on her in the beginning to me. I think that was her. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, she did. She she did well. I like. I don't know much about um, the Aquaman origin, honestly. So I thought it was. I thought they did that part very well. As also, like I didn't. I couldn't tell you if it was off. You know what the comic book did or not. I just thought. I thought. Okay, this makes sense. It wasn't like it was out outrageous. No, it, it wasn't. And I like the fact, too, that, you know, they did because usually I mean, that's the thing is usually like one of my big things is, is like if they come out with another Superman or Batman film, skip the origin, because if you don't know the origin of these two guys by now, 
don't come to the film. Yeah. Let's just get right into it. You know, I want to see Batman action. I want to see Superman action. And, you know, I, so, like, I'm not really a big fan of like, oh, God, here come the origin stories. But his origin and Black Manta's origin, it was quick. It was fast. It made total sense. And it, it, it was just great. It was it was absolutely amazing. I did love the fact and like I knew what was going to happen at the end of the film and I know it was really cheesy, but I did love, you know, when she's leaving and she tells, you know, Aquaman's dad, she tells him, you know, wait for me at the edge of the dock every morning, you know, I'll come back. I, I like that. That was, that was really nice. Oh, yeah, I put a tear in my eyes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That, Diana made fun of me. She was laughing. <laughs> She's like, are you crying? I'm like, <laughs> come on, it's touching. Come on. Yeah. Me I agree with your daughter. That's uh yeah. <laughs> Wimp. Um, it's not like it's Rudy where you're crying. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was going to say something about this. Uh, yeah, so I was thinking as we're as we're talking now, and um, mm-hmm. it's amazing how like DC and Marvel and these guys that write the comics, you, it's they're creative, but you, you you could see a lot of similarities to a lot of these characters. Like I was just thinking about um, Guardian of the Galaxy, uh, Star Lord. Okay, his dad's a a god of some kind, and the mom's mm-hmm. human, and then Aquaman's mom is a a princess or a queen, and his dad's like this, uh, you know, just a lighthouse, this, keeper. Yeah, lighthouse keeper, dude. <laughs> and you know, you're thinking, when's my queen going to come to my house? No, I love you, Kristen. I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah, you can see the similarities between them. I, I, I don't know. I just I thought this was a really good movie. I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I think top to bottom. I mean, I. I, I might, all right, one, and I don't even know if it's really a complaint. I mean, I know there were a lot of jokes in the film. I felt that a lot of them were kind of like, I saw them coming a mile away. Like, I kind of chuckled a little bit. Like, I was just like, eh. I, I, the humor wasn't that great, but again, it's not like, oh, it totally ruined the film for me. Like that whole scene in the beginning where he's – um he's at the bar with his dad and those big bikers come up and I was like, Oh, they're probably going to ask for an autograph or something. You know, and they asked yeah. for like a selfie and I was like, Oh God. Well, I'll tell you, I thought that with that scene, first of all, I thought those guys were going to want to fight him. Here's the problem with the comedy in a lot of these movies now is that when you're watching the, when you see the previews of this movie or any movie, they put a lot of that stuff in there already so that when it comes out and you're like, oh, fish guy or fish boy, yeah, it's funny, but you've already heard it, right? You know, they when they do these previews and they're showing you what's coming out, they should they got to cut some of that stuff out, you know? Uh, no, I absolutely agree. And that's why I think the, the uh, Avengers Endgame trailer is great because – it doesn't show you a lot, but it's like the feeling of that trailer kind of like it get like I'm pumped for that film, but I don't feel like, oh, they totally spoiled stuff for me. Like when uh, in the Infinity War trailer came out, it's like action packed. But then I was sort of like when those action scenes actually took place in the film, I was sort of like, oh, I saw that in the trailer. You know, yeah, it's a great scene, like Captain America catching the spear. I was like, whoa, but I saw that in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, like I see what you're saying, which is why, you know. It reduces the impact of what 
what you know because if because honestly if you didn't see the the scene in the com- in the commercial for uh, are you the fish the fish boy it's more like fish man you probably would have been like that's funny but hey I already you know if I didn't see that already you've been laughing your butt off right maybe yeah you know, it's, yeah I would think your 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 feeling towards it would be a little bit stronger than if you didn't see it yeah maybe but I mean I I don't know I felt like. I don't know. I just felt some of the humor kind of fell flat just in general, but it's like really, really minor. It it didn't take away. I was just sort of like, oh God, it's that's a lame joke. Whatever, you know, but this was a nonstop action film. You know, I just... Well, she jumps out of the plane and he goes, redheads, what are you going to do? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've seen that like 15 times before this movie started, so I knew it's coming. So like the effect of it doesn't... It wasn't great, you know. Yeah, I still like. Oh, that's funny, you know. But I knew that. Yeah, you know. So, I think that's where they need like all these. I I, I understand why they do it because they want to get people to come to the movie. But um, let me be honest: people are going to come see Aquaman, whether it stinks or not. They're going to come see it at least once, right? You make uh, a, I think so. Yeah, you make a Star Wars movie and it's horrible, which is very rare. Um, <laughs> You know they're gonna come and get it. You know, they're gonna come see it at least once, sometimes three times in one day. Uh, Re- Revenge of the Fifth, the Sith. Uh, <laughs> John is what I'm talking about. Um, so you know there's gonna be those. You know if you eliminate, you make the movie like the preview used to be different back when we were kids. I, at least I think so. It was you weren't getting the whole full effect of the movie before you walked into the movie. Yeah, I, I, I agree because I think, you know, I've looked back, you know, on YouTube, you could actually find trailers from like movies <clears> from like the 80s and things. And a lot of them, it's just like they're just kind of like cut scenes, like they just show you random scenes and there's usually like a narrator kind of giving you like, you know, this is Marty McFly. He's a total slacker until he goes back in time. And like, that's really it. You know, you're like, okay, it's Michael J. Fox, he's time traveling, it kind of looks funny, I'm going to go see it, and you didn't see half the film in the trailer. You know, you got glimpses of it, you got the idea of what it was, and you went. Now it's like, oh, let's show them the big action scenes, or let's show them the real funny scenes, and it's like, yeah, that's great, but then once I get to the, 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 the theater, the impact of those are kind of taken away, but like I said, overall, I mean, I was very pleased with this film, and... You know, Jason Momoa did a good job, or he did a great job, I should say. But Amber Heard as Mira, wow! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love redheads. A lot of redheads in this movie. And by the way, stop stealing oh, yeah. my uh, Back to the Future uh, cut-ins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you're right. I mean, the see, I, I kind of like I said, I thought this was Thor underwater, and I mean, like you know, the it was very colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And I guess when you're doing like these mythical lands, you can do a lot with it. Like versus like, oh, I'm in New York City, blah blah blah. Um, but I, I also thought it was kind of like, uh, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings. I kind of got like that, you know, like these myth- mythical creatures, like these monsters, like the Fishmen and all these other things. Mm-hmm. I, I really kind of like that. I thought it was really well done. 
Oh, I love that because I, you know, I knew very little about, like, I always just assumed it was Atlantis and that was it. I didn't know about, like, the trench and the brine and the, you know, they, then they talked about the deserters, which were the ones they found in the desert, that whole thing. And I love that. You know, I love that the, the fishermen look pretty much like what you would think a mermaid or a merman would look like uh, the brine. That whole thing at the end, that was incredible. That battle between like the Atlanteans and the Brine, mm -hmm. I, I could watch, I could watch that, <laughs> you know, show me, make, make that movie, you know, the battle between the two of them. Cause that's like, that was like very much like a Lord of the Rings type battle. Yeah. And that, was it was great. Amazing. And that's, I think that's what was missing from all these other, you know, all, you know, it's hard to do it with like the Batman, he's in Gotham, he's taken on Joker, Superman's. Guess Lance Luther, um, but you know you can. I think they tried doing that in those movies, and it wasn't as successful. You know when they're fighting Steppenwolf, uh, is that his name? Steppenwolf in Justice League, yeah, yeah. Steppenwolf. Yeah. Steppenwolf, and he's got all these creatures. I think they were trying to force it. Where here, it didn't have to be forced. Yeah, that's a really great observation. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I felt like I was that eight-year-old kid. You know, at the Lowe's Theater, uh, you know, just a few blocks away from where I am, or <laughs> what it used to be, it's gone now. You know, sitting there with my mom watching the first Superman film. I mean, that's what I felt like. I felt like a kid who was like, my comic book just came to life for me. That's totally what I got with this film. And, you know, from like all the underwater kingdoms, um, you know, trekking the globe, you know, when you see Aquaman and Mira, like going from site to site, trying to find the trident. Oh, just, just, she, just amazing. She just, went to the supermarket and got a trident gum. We'd have been all done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the bad joke right there. There you go. <laughs> but but um, no, I get what you're but, saying. I mean, you kind of mm -hmm. like you, you, you. I actually felt like, honestly, I really thought I was watching a Marvel film because it was so good. <laughs> and, you know, and I've heard people like say that. Um, and I kind of get where where people would say that, you know, like, oh, I felt and I guess maybe the feeling is, is like I finally saw a good comic book film from D.C. So it's like a Marvel film to me. I just felt like I saw a great comic book film. You know, it took the stuff from the comic book and it made it real for me, because if you think about it. You know, Aquaman, you know, when, when you saw this film, there's a, like you said, there's a lot of fantastical things. There's a lot of mythical things. They could have really went out of their way to avoid that and just made everybody gritty and dark. And they could have kept, you know, Jason Momoa out of that classic Aquaman costume. They could have made Ocean Master like like this big suit of armor with tons of spikes and make it all black and like, you know, I'm dark and evil. Mm -hmm. They didn't, they didn't, they were like, this is, this is what's in the comic books and this is what we're showing you on the screen. So perfect. I never knew ocean master was his brother. Uh, again, that just shows you my uh, comic book knowledge. Uh, but you know, I, cause he was on, he was in the cartoon, right? Wasn't he in uh did they have him in super friends or anything like that? I don't think in the Super Friends. I mean, I know he's in the comic books. I, you know, I don't know if later on when they did Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, if he showed up. I'm not really sure. I kind of know it from the comic books, but again, you know, I never really read that much Aquaman. But uh, yeah, because we never really get for the common, the common dude or dudette who doesn't read the comics but loves going to these movies. You know, no one really knows. 
We all know who Batman is. Even if you didn't read a comic book, you knew, you pretty much knew he was Bruce Wayne and his parents died. But uh, And Superman was from Krypton. Mm-hmm. You, know, you didn't know much about Aquaman. And I think this definitely, for the novice of comic books, really gave them a good look of who he was and where he came from. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even these other, like, you know, Mira... Um... You know, Orn, Ocean Master, uh, Vulco, you know, Willem Dafoe as as Vulco that, you know, I never knew who he was. Like, I didn't know that he was like an advisor and this and that. Because when I saw Willem Dafoe, I was like, wait a minute, who's this guy? Like, who is he? Who's he supposed he's to Doc be? Doc Ock, isn't he? Or not, he's the Goblin. He was the Green Goblin. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, and that's the thing. And I said this to like my wife. I said it to Diana. I said, you had some major actors in this film. You know, Patrick Wilson, Willem Dafoe, Nicole Kidman. Um, to me, they took this film very seriously. They did a great, like, like Willem Dafoe could have, like, honestly, he could have been like, it's a paycheck. I'm in a dumb comic book film. Like, I'm going to phone it in. Like, yeah. he took his role very seriously, and he did a great job. Well, yeah, you, you talk about all those actors that you just mentioned. I mean, all of them have been in comic book movies before. Um, now, mm-hmm. obviously, Nicole Kidman was probably the worst of the bunch, but um, <laughs> still, I mean, they, you know, they, they knew what they were getting into, I think. And I'll tell you about the William Defoe character. I never knew anything about the guy. I was like, oh, this, this bastard's going to turn on Aquaman. And I was surprised that he wasn't. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, but you're right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But yeah, the no, people no. that are in this movie, Patrick Wilson, who was... Um, he was Owlman. What was his name? Yeah. No. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was Owlman in uh, Watchmen. Yeah. Right. So, and he did a good job there too. He did um, a great job. You know, and honestly, when I first saw Watchmen, I was like, "This guy is a superhero." It's kind of weird, uh, but now I get it. Now he. Now I see him in this movie, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, he's." He did that. He did that right. <laughs> oh yeah. You go, girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All righty. Speaking of top name actors and actresses. And this is not like I didn't know this when the film like afterwards we looked up the cast list and we saw this name on it and we were like, wait, when was this person in the film? Did you know that Julie Andrews was in Aquaman? No. Where was she at? Was she singing on a on a mountain or top or something? <laughs> OK, so you remember that big scene where he's going for the trident and then that uh, the car- uh It was that giant Leviathan like creature, the Karathin, the Karathin that came. She did the voice of that creature. Oh, wow. I didn't do that. I never knew that. And I didn't know it either. Like, you know, afterwards, I think uh, after we saw the film, like an hour or two later, like Diana was like looking stuff up and she goes, where was Julie Andrews in Aquaman? And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, it says that she was in Aquaman. I'm like, no, she wasn't. And then she's like, nope, yep. She was the voice. She was the voice of, of the Karathin. Well, she got replaced as Mary Poppins. So she had to find some work. <laughs> and that's what Diana said. Diana said, you know what? She didn't show up in Mary Poppins. She showed up in Aquaman because she knew what the high-class film was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see Mary Poppins today, spoiler alert. Um, oh, so, hey, I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a double feature. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so I didn't know that. That's very interesting. And I know we were talking on the chats. Uh, mm-hmm. Where was Jim Carrey in some movie? You guys said, you mentioned Jim Carrey was in a movie that, like, he was in Mule? 
No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. He was in that Clint Eastwood film, The Deadpool. Oh, the that's Deadpool. what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh. I saw how much I I pay attention to it sometimes. Like, <laughs> what's he talking about? He's. I was like, I saw Mule. He wasn't in Mule. Uh, I mean, I watched no, that pretty closely. Film. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, you know, uh, I have to say, over you know, usually this time of year, between, you know. October and January, you get like one or two decent films. We got a lot mm-hmm. of good films over the over this time. Um, Aquaman, obviously, topping it dollar wise. Um, oh, it's killing it! Yeah, uh, but you know, and all these other great former heroes, Clint Eastwood movie, um, a former Batman, um, Vice, uh, Christian, uh, Christian Bale and Vice. Mm-hmm. Fantastic too. So if you're if it's cold and it's rainy and you don't want to stay in the house, go see either Aquaman, Vice, or Mule because you really won't be disappointed in any of them. No, you absolutely won't be disappointed. <laughs> and one thing that I absolutely loved because there's another thing that Aquaman kind of gets made fun of is the the whole talking to fish thing. I loved how they did it. I loved how you know they sort of explained it where he's like, you know, I could hear them, they could hear me. And I love the fact that it was like those sound waves and the sound effect from like the Super Friends. Like, Like, I loved it because it was a nice nod to that Super Friends, that silliness. But they made it very practical and real. And pretty much from what I understand, not just because of that, but that kind of showed that that's why he was the one true king because he had that ability and – King Atlan, who was like the first king with the trident, he had that ability. <clears throat> so I thought that was really cool where they took like, oh, remember that thing that was really silly about Aquaman? Well, now it's really, really key. Like, this is one of the reasons why he's the king of the seven seas because, you know, he can communicate with sea life. Oh, yeah. That's and they, cool. And they souped up the seahorse, huh? They made it like a, a 67 Mustang. <laughs> 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 I like. I actually like that. I like that. You know, they did battle on those giant seahorses, and Orn had like that. Like that was definitely like. At first, I was like, "Wait, what's 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 an alligator doing underwater?" But then, when it got close, I was like, "That's like a prehistoric creature that he's on." Like yeah. that was really cool. The turtles. I think uh, the uh, who's the people that like, don't like animals uh, mistreatment. What's the group, what? the group that's like doesn't like animals being mistreated? Like Greenpeace and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I mean, they definitely won't like this movie. I mean, you had turtles being pushing things around, horses <laughs> being—I mean, seahorses being ridden. But I, I you know again, I thought the seahorse thing was because that's always again. You know, when you ever got a costume for Aquaman, he's you're riding that damn seahorse, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is so stupid. But now you're like, whoa, I could do that. <laughs> Yeah, because like like you said, it's like it's like a, it's like a twenty foot like seahorse like swimming hundred miles an hour. So. That's right. Yeah, I thought that like that whole thing with him underwater. Like I said, Thor underwater. I thought they did a great job with all those those scenes as well. And, you know, and it's funny like a lot of those movies um, that are underwater. Like I can't watch them because it's just like disturbing and it's. Uh, it's weird. They really, mm-hmm. they really kind of eliminated that. I like how they, they were making them swim though when they're underwater, like when they're walking. I thought that oh, was, yeah. I thought that was fantastic too. 
Oh, that, um, even the whole talking underwater thing, because I know when the film came out or when the trailers came out, some people were like, well, how are they going to handle that? Like, they just did. It's yeah. like they're talking, they're underwater. And I wasn't like, now, wait a minute. How? I, I, I didn't care. I was just like, they're talking underwater. Exactly. Yeah. No problem. I didn't even think about it. I really didn't even think about it, to be honest with you. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I just thought it was great. Uh, was so was there anything other than the comic comedic relief or whatever that you didn't like? I don't think so. I mean, like I said, I think top to bottom, you know, Jason Momoa did a great job. Amber Heard did a great job. Patrick Wilson did a great – like everybody did a great job in their roles. Um. It was like, again, like this movie made me feel like a little kid. You know, my comic books are coming to life for me. And, you know, I think, you know, this is one of the better comic book films that I've seen, Uh, you know, with DC. I still think Wonder Woman was a better film. Not by much, though. Like, because we talked about this afterwards, like Diane and I talked about this. We were like, well, what did you like better? And we both kind of said the same thing, where it was like, I think Wonder Woman was better, but this film was a lot more fun. Like, I had so much fun watching this film. Yeah. I mean, they're they're really different. Like, she was, you know, I need to do this, 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 and this. And he's kind of like, I don't want to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It was kind of like the complete opposite. But uh, in the same way, the story was told really well. Um so we had Wonder Woman, which mm-hmm. was really good, and Aquaman, very good, really good, very good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is this building hope back into that maybe that DC might be going in the right direction? And I say that because for me, I'm worried about Shazam. Oh, you see, for me, I am. I was pumped to see Shazam. I'm like more pumped to see Shazam now, um, because when the trailer started coming out. You know, Aquaman and Shazam, they came out. I think they both actually, at Comic-Con, they both debuted trailers. And I saw the Aquaman one, and I was kind of like, uh, okay, I, I guess. And I saw the Shazam one, and I was like, that looks like a really fun movie. I can't wait to see that. After seeing how great this film was, I am, I was like, you didn't need to convince me to see Shazam, but this movie totally helped me out. And I think they're going in the right direction, because don't forget, like Shazam, when you look at it, it's a little kid. It's like big. It's like the movie Big. You know, it's a little kid in a superhero's body. It's going to be a funny film. It's going to be a fun type film. Like if people are looking at it going, well, this looks really wacky and silly. It's 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 a 12 year old boy who becomes essentially like a Superman. He's going to act like that. So I'm not really I, I worried about his acting per se, but I am worried about the suit. You know what it is? And I think, you know, and I heard other people, I think as I, I think actually even over at Nerd to Me, I think even Alan was saying the same thing. When you see a lot of these, you know, behind the scenes pictures and some of the early trailers, they haven't added in a lot of the CGI yet. I think it's going to I think it's going to look good. I think it's going to be good. All right. Because that's like my my real worry about this. Uh, this movie is the actual suit per se. <laughs> You know, I, again, I, the guy who plays him, um, what's the guy's, what's his name? The guy that plays him plays, that plays. Uh, oh, uh, um, oh boy. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Oh my God. I got him and the guy that plays Jack Ryan always confused all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy that played, um, 
Chuck, right? No, it's, yeah, he played. Yeah, he played Chuck. He played okay. Chuck. I never exactly. watched. I have to be honest. I never watched Chuck. Um, nah, I've never really saw it. So I, yeah, I was just wondering, you know, if what your thoughts were because again, now we have this, we have this great movie come out, and then, boom, it's this. Now I don't know. Have they de- have they delayed any of the uh, other ones like Flash or whatever else? I don't know. I mean. Batman and Superman are really, really kind of up in the air. Uh, they're going forward, and I'm really excited about this one too. The um, the Joker film with Joaquin Phoenix. I am really like. At first, I was like, "Oh God, give it a rest already." You messed up the Joker and Suicide Squad. Put it down for a while. But I think Joaquin Phoenix can do it, and I like the fact that they're kind of saying, "Like, look, this is kind of like a multiverse type thing." This is going to be a Joker film that takes place on an Earth where there's no there's no Batman. Like Joker is going to be the main guy. This is going to be a total focus. You're not going to get a a Batman coming in here. It's going to be a Joker origin story, but in a different universe kind of a thing. And I think Joaquin Phoenix could could do a great job. He's not gonna he's not gonna pull a, a Suicide Squad. Like, what the heck are we looking at here? I think he's going to do a good job. But, like, in terms of other ones, like Flash and stuff, I, I don't know. I don't know where they are with that. Well, okay, because, yeah, again, I'm like, uh, I'm a little worried about that one. But anyway, Joker, yeah, because someone mentioned to me, too, that they're doing a, a Jason Leto Joker as well. A Jared Leto? Jared Leto, whatever Joker. the hell his name is. I think, Pretty because boring. I think they're... Yeah, I think they're, I think they're gonna go forward with um, a Birds of Prey film, which is which should be like a Catwoman, uh, Harley Quinn, uh, Batgirl. Maybe you know they're still talk of doing a solo Batgirl film. I mean, definitely. Look, they're they're shooting Wonder Woman eighty four. Um, you know. Aquaman 2's pretty much been greenlit, and, you know, they better, because especially with that end credit scene. Yeah, so there was just one, right? There was just the one, okay, yeah. Good. All right, so you want to talk about that one? Yeah, I mean, you know, whenever I go to see one of these films, one of the first things I do is I Google, is is there an end credit scene? You know, and these damn articles can't just say up front, yes. Like, they got to take John, because John usually <laughs> sees the movie before me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or just text John. He usually sees them opening night. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, there's one end credit scene. Great. And, you know, it's it's uh, we find Black Manta floating out there after Aquaman beat him, barely beat him, actually. And um, Randall Park, who plays like this scientist that we see throughout the film, basically telling people Atlantis exists. It's really out there. Aquaman's proof. And everybody thinks he's a crackpot. You know, he d- he finds Black Manta and he's messing around with the technology and Black Manta's just like, tell me where to find him. And I'm like, okay, Aquaman 2, Black Manta versus Aquaman, I'm ready. I'm ready for two hours of these two guys fighting. I am ready. <laughs> so did you think this was better than Carnage? I mean, v- better than uh, Ven- uh, Venom? Better than Venom? Yeah. Oh, this was, this was better than Venom. Like, Venom was like a good film. This was a great film. You know, this, I, like, I saw Venom, and I was like, okay, it's a good film, and I don't know, maybe when it comes out on, you know, Netflix or HBO or whatever, eh, maybe I'll watch it again. I could go back and watch this film, Aquaman, I could watch it three, four, five times, easily, easily. 
We gotta get it on DVD. <laughs> you know, I used to do stuff like that, but now with the streaming services and everything, uh, I, I don't know. You know, I really don't know anymore. I used to be big on that, getting the DVDs of films that I really, really liked, but now they're available just about everywhere. I'm kind of like, ah, I don't want to clutter up my house with DVDs anymore. <laughs> All right, so before we before we sign off and do our goodbyes and everything else, that that. You just yeah. mentioned a little while ago that you and John did um, did a a, fa- a recap. Of yeah, Titan season one. Titan season yeah, one. and yeah. obviously that's uh, yeah. Robin, Dick, uh, Richard Grayson. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, and all the other people, right? Now there's Starfire, a, Raven, all of them. Yep. Right. So, and it, it's not great. We know that. And spoiler alert: you should watch it for yourself to judge. Uh, but listen, <laughs> if you can sit through it, that's but. right. Listen, <laughs> listen to John and uh, and Jay first, so that you can really get your opinion. Um, now they're doing Doom Patrol too, right? Doom Patrol is coming up next, which actually I am kind of looking forward to because. They did an episode of, of Titans that kind of focused on the Doom Patrol because Beast Boy was a member of the Doom Patrol. And based on what I saw there and the fact that it's going to be different writers and a different showrunner and everything, even the little teaser trailer they put out there, I was like, I had more hope in that one. But, I mean, that's the thing that that I find weird. It's like, It's like they made this film which was a great pure comic book film. But then they made Titans, which was like, why did they make this? This is totally unrecognizable. Like they, they did, they, it's like they pulled literally nothing from the comics from it. Like it was very foreign and it was, you know, we're going to be cool and edgy by having tons of violence and tons of cursing. And I'm like, I don't understand like how you can make Aquaman and how you can make Titans. But who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, all right. So, yes, we wrapped. We're wrapping up another great Aquaman, another great show, by the way, as well. Um, <laughs> yes. So, what was I going to say? Oh, so make sure you're listening to JMP on Enter the Nerd Zone. That's right. On brothersinarmchairs.com. But mm-hmm. maybe, but you can find us everywhere and anywhere. Um, we're here on Anchor. Dot yes. FM. We do mm-hmm. have a call-in feature. Make sure you call us and tell us what you want to hear. Call, talk about what you heard. Um, tell us <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. No offense to Clint Eastwood there. Um, what else? <laughs> well, you can also find... I mean, look, anywhere you find a great podcast, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Play, we're on Spotify. You can definitely find us there. Jump on over to Instagram, uh, enter the nerd zone. We are there on Instagram uh, with some polls, pictures of stuff that we talk about. So check us out there. Uh, Pete, why don't you talk real quick about your podcast with uh, your buddy Jason? So, yeah, we have uh, probably our next episode. We had our pilot episode, pilot episode. Look at that. We're, we're talking the language of the, the business. Um, <laughs> we had our conversations with Pete and Jay, and we talk about pretty much. Um, Everything and anything, uh, we you know it's kind of different than what we do on all of our shows uh, in regards to the pop culture. We may talk a little bit of it, but more of like family, f- uh, family health, food, 
uh, those type of things. So you can find us on Anchor under uh, and Anchor as well as um, on Instagram at at Conversations with Pete and Jay or Jay and Pete. I can't remember how Jason set it up. Uh, <laughs> it's it is Jay and P though because we don't, we don't want to make it too too long. So it's a different J, just so you guys know. Um, this is not the good J. It's the the okay Jason. Jason. Oh, yeah. hey, come on, Jason. I love you, Jason. Um, <laughs> Jason and I are like brothers. Uh, so, um, and we have, have the same. We we do what we did have the same heart condition. So this is where it kind of stems from. This this show. We're gonna have people on. Uh, you know, we're gonna talk about the heart thing. We're gonna have. I do have. A, hopefully, my doctor is gonna. Uh, come do a show with us and talk about mm. about that stuff. So it's not the fun, fun stuff, but it is educational. And that's yes. shocking for me because I don't like doing educational stuff. <laughs> You've said many times you don't like to read. Yeah. I hate to read, yeah. I mean, I, I like looking at the pictures. That's why comics are perfect other than the words. Um, so, yeah, so make sure you've seen that. Make sure you're checking out Jay on uh, Defender of the Realm, which mm -hmm. he just did a, a show on Reckoning. Is that right? Oh yeah, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Yeah, yeah which okay. yeah, which is a it's a game from the the Xbox 360 days, but now through backwards compatibility, you can play it on your Xbox One, and it's a great game. Well, well yeah, I mean, I've I've never I, yeah I I'm into like some of those like uh, I've never played on the computer too much games, but mm -hmm. like um, I love the uh, I love the D and D A D D. I love that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the good stuff. All good. And then you're yes. also doing. You did a show, as you mentioned, with John on Titans, recapping um, first season. Yeah, first season, and first then season they are making Titans. a second season. I hear, right? Uh, unfortunately, they are. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sure we'll hear from you with that. Uh, anything else on stuff that you're doing? Uh, I'm right now. I'm in the middle of watching uh, another Marvel series over on Hulu. I'm watching Runaway season two. So when I'm done with that, I'm going to recap that. Uh, just brought back Black Belt Theater. I haven't talked uh, about any kung fu martial arts films in a while, and uh, I picked a good one, a Dolph Lundgren film, Showdown in Little Tokyo. So that's that's a fun listen. Um, also, is guys, that Brandon Lee? That is, yeah, it's Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren teaming up. It's just, it's pure gold. It is pure cheesy gold. Go out and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was also going to say, don't forget, we have a lot of friends of the show. Uh, please, on Instagram, check out at Geeks Unite Cafe. That's uh, our friend Ellen, who runs out in the Pittsburgh area. She runs basically a board gaming service. Like, she will set up game nights really just about anywhere her goal is to get people playing board games get them talking interacting um also if you're in central jersey again please main street comics in milltown new jersey uh and there's a couple other places they could check out right pete yes you could check out um kirby's comic store in hanover pa uh they're also on instagram um at kirby comic store uh go see matt he's He's really good. He he's open from one to eleven, eleven o'clock at night. Wow. Wednesday through Sunday. Sunday, eleven o'clock. I'd be home watching football. But nope. <laughs> Matt's got the comics going on. And um hopefully in March or April 
Uh, there is a York Comic Con. I think Matt might be there. So I'm not sure yet. I don't yeah. want to promote too much with it. But um, look for that. Definitely go see him there. And then also, if you're in California, make sure you're going to the Lag Bar. You're seeing the – you're going to see John over there in California, Anaheim, California, right next to Disneyland, uh, mm-hmm. where you get all your gaming and libations that you need. And did you – you mentioned Main Street, right? Yep. And then uh, anywhere there's a comic book – Jason's daughter will be there. I'm sure there's one in uh, Boston, right? You said there's something in Boston now? Uh, yeah. No, she found yeah, something? She, she found a couple up there, so she's all set. Yeah. And she, is, she coming, <laughs> is she coming back on onto the, uh, the airwaves? Uh, I mean, she does her show, Elseworld's Finest, which is another great podcast. She does that with her friend Kate. Um, That's right. You did mention that. I remember that. Yeah. And no, she did. She did. A, she did an episode of stuff with me. Of course, we the two of us are huge fans of Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale recently had their mid-season finale of one of the best seasons ever. So check us out, kind of talking about that and really just other stuff. But just useless yeah. information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so make sure you guys again checking us out on brothersandarmchairs.com. Get mm-hmm. all the guys that are uh, all four of us: me, John, Jay, Alan. Um, we're doing we're mixing and matching, uh, as you could tell. Uh, not only is obviously entering the nerd zone and nerd and me, but we're definitely getting some good combinations on stuff as well as Defender, and then also uh, coming soon another Fat Guys uh, with Jason, uh, with John, and I. Um, so make sure you're checking out all those shows. Check out previous shows, and. Uh, we're here for you. We're going to be here every week. So make sure you're checking us out. Yeah, absolutely. So um, stop stealing my Back to the Future inputs. Okay. That's the first <laughs> thing you got to stop doing. Um, no problem. And then second of all, you know, yes, sir. same bad time. And same bad channel. And Batman better watch out because Aquaman's coming for him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs>